Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates have a chat about the music that they've been listening to this week, as well as some news items. You are listening to episode 9. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're just going to go straight into the news. So Maddie, what have you got for us? Well, we have previously spoken about the whole Woodstock drama, and I have a new update for everyone. Part three. Part three in the Woodstock saga, I guess you could say. (laughs) So this is an article from NME um, by Rian Daly. And it says, The 50th anniversary festival of Woodstock was on shaky ground after its previous investors pulled out. Woodstock 50 looks like it will go ahead after organisers secured new financial backing for the festival. So the event, which is due to take place in Watkins Glen, upstate New York, in August, will commemorate the 50th anniversary of the original Woodstock Festival. However, it has been beleaguered by issues with the Black Keys dropping out, ticket sales being postponed, and the previous investors taking back their money. Now organised and Woodstock co-founder Michael Lang has confirmed a new investor has been found. So, looks like it's Yay. going ahead again. I didn't know about the Black Keys, though. I didn't know oh, they dropped didn't out. Yeah, yeah, they mm. dropped out of the festival. Mm. And a lot of, the, I think there was a lot of speculation about the if that was the reason that the ticket sales were postponed. Oh. Yeah, because they dropped out, but looks like it doesn't matter. Yeah, I <laughs> mean. Because they're still going ahead with it, so. Yeah, I think it's definitely good that they're actually trying really hard to make it happen, considering the fact that they've, you know, have so many artists on the line. Oh yeah, there are so many big and names that are like attached to this. I feel like if it failed, it would just be like Fire Festival 2.0. So <laughs> they could make a documentary little, yeah. about this one as well. We'll <laughs> go off on Netflix. A little bit more depressing because it's like so, so many great musicians coming together to do to do a really great festival. Yeah, and if yeah. it didn't happen. So it's good. I'm glad that they they managed to get it together. Yeah, same. Mm. Yeah, it's good that it's finally cuz I was very skeptical about yeah. whether they would find a new investor. Yeah, especially after what we talked about last time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it really didn't seem like it was going to go ahead considering no. that they were like, oh, we have no investors and it's in August. And it's in August. <laughs> it's really soon and we got no money. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy. Yeah, same. Yes. All right. Now. It's time. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. Strap yourselves in for another Halsey rant. Look, you were will... pre- you were prepared last week, okay? <laughs> you it'll it'll be a shorter rant because hint hint, I'm I'm gonna talk about it later in the, <laughs> in the podcast. But Halsey released her newest single, Nightmare, as of yesterday, and my my God, it is a masterpiece. Our hearts are a flutter. It is so good in every single way. And she dropped, like, she surprised dropped the music video as well, which she never said she was until the day of. She's like, hey guys, here's a link for the music There's video. There's also a music video. <laughs> and everyone was just, like, freaking out. But, um, I was, we were both, Maddie, Maddie and I were at work yesterday when it came out, uh, in Australian time, and I messaged Maddie. I was like, it's so close to 2pm. She's like, I won't be able to listen to it. I know. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I didn't get to go on my break until, like, 4 o'clock. And then yeah. I was, like, listening to it in the break room, like, oh, my God. And I was, like, hoping no one would come in to see my facial expressions watching this music video. I was in there by myself, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have had to go to the bathroom to watch yeah. it if there was anyone in there. But yeah, we're see, safe. Yeah, exactly. See, I just have my headphones on because that's what I usually have, like, at work 
anyway. So I was just like, like you know, doing my work. But I was like watching this music video. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and okay. that is exactly the sound I made. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we can have a chat about about like the vibe yes. of it. We'll talk about when... the actual so- song a bit later. Ha ha. Surprise. Hey. <laughs> Sneak peek. But yes, it's amazing. Halsey is queen of everything. Halsey is our queen. We um, sell our souls to her. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> so, on to the last news story, Maddie. Yes. So, Iggy Azalea and Guy Sebastian are having a bit of a feud at the moment. Oh my. So, I have an article here from Laura English of Music Feeds. And it says, Iggy Azalea has gone off at Guy Sebastian via Twitter and has made Australian music history with this gem of a line, best of luck to you and your fedoras. (laughs) As reported by 10 Daily, it all started when Australian Idol alumni Guy Sebastian went on the Kyle and Jackie O show this morning. He was talking about his time sharing the judge panel on X Factor with Iggy back in 2016. He told the radio host she made us all wait for like three hours and rocks up on set and has an attitude. I didn't like Iggy. I was pretty open with that. She was awful to me. The ex-idol star continued to say she'd also arrive on set late with no apology for keeping everyone waiting. Naturally, word got back to Iggy quickly and to everyone's delight, she decided to air her issues with Guy Sebastian right away via Twitter, as anyone does of now, course. isn't it? That's the way to go. Okay, so this is what she said. She said, the tweets which are now deleted are shown down below. In summary, though, Iggy begins by questioning how she can be late for a show that's filmed live. A fair <laughs> inquiry. She then calls him out, citing previous interviews where he called her sweet before referencing a time where he apparently apologised for starting beef for the sake of the show producers. She swiftly accuses Sebastian of using her to drum up attention for a show before saying, I do think you dislike me, but that is just deep-rooted hatred for the type of woman I am, flamboyant and outspoken. Ooh. So, some, see, some hard drags in there. See, that was the part that... Um, like interested me because I don't listen to this kind of stuff anyway. I don't really pay attention to anything. Yeah. So when Iggy says, "Oh, um, apparently that he was sweet to her on set," and then the whole fake beef thing. Yeah. How apparently that was like drummed up from the producers, and Guy was like, "Oh, I need this to continue to be a ho- uh, to be a judge on the." next yeah, season. Yeah, on the next season. So let's continue this fake drama. Of course, this is, like, he said, she said. Yeah. So it's, you know, hard to No take. one has any proof of that yeah. conversation. Exactly. But I do think, it, for me, it was a little bit uncharacteristic of him to go on a radio show and say, I didn't like this person. Yeah. I found that a bit weird. Yeah, I've been, like, a fan of Guy Sebastian <laughs> forever since yes. I was a small infant. An infant. Well, not an infant. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> I was very young. And, yeah, I'm very surprised mm. about this whole situation. Because I wouldn't think that, yeah, that he would go on a radio show. Yeah, and, like, especially the Kyle and Jackie someone, O show. Yeah, put someone on blast like that. Yeah, because like, the Kyle and Jackie O show, they're... Oh, I feel like they're the worst of the radio oh, shows. It's, yeah. Because it's just so sensational and they always try to dig for that kind of stuff. And I'm a bit like... I would have thought you would have been a little bit more smarter to than to, you know, sort of air that out on that yeah. kind of a platform. But he did it. And did. she shot back <laughs> with yeah. that line. Good luck to you and yeah, your fedoras. Good luck to you and your fedoras. 
Oh, wow. Oh, she also says down the bottom something about, um, oh, where is it? Oh, she tells everyone to go watch The Voice because he really needs the ratings <laughs> to feed his children. <laughs> See, that... Like, also... That is... <laughs> I didn't know The Voice was happening, to be honest. How did you not know The Voice was happening? Because the thing is, I think that these... Do you not watch, like, normal TV? I, I do, but I just feel like these singing shows are just dying. Yeah, they happen round the clock now, too. Like yeah. It's, there's always one after the other, mm. and they're always happening at the same time. I've given up on watching them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't do it anymore. I don't think... I think the last time I actually watched a singing show was that season of X Factor in 2016, and that was the point where I was like, oh, this is real bad. <laughs> yeah, I've never really watched, like, Australia's Got Talent and X Factor, but I have watched... Like, I was... I watched Australian Idol religiously when yeah, I was young. Too. Yeah, me too. But... I have watched, like, a couple of seasons of The Voice, but I get, like, up to the battle rounds and mm. then I give up. Or, like, I don't watch the auditions and just watch, like, the grand final and I yeah. don't care that much. But, yeah, it's, it's just, like... It's a bit it's weird, the it's whole all about, situation. Yeah. I don't really have anything more to say on it, to be yeah. honest. Anyway. Um, time for our music section. Um, so if you want to pause the podcast and head down to the playlists that are in the description for YouTube and Spotify, all the songs that we have a chat about, um, on the episode will be down in there so you can have a listen before we chat about them and you will know what we're talking about when we get to them. Yes. All right. Okay. You can find, I know Vivian's (laughs) bursting to talk about Halsey, so we'll start with that. Spoiler alert, as if you didn't know already, this nightmare (laughs) is my song of the week. Obviously her song of the week. (laughs) Shock horror. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yes, it is such a good song, like, sonically, and just her voice and the lyrics. Oh my gosh, the lyrics. I talk so much (laughs) about it, but I will try to contain myself. You need to be brief. (laughs) For the sake of the podcast. So, Nightmare. Honestly, coming into this song, I didn't expect it to be this sort of empowerment song. I, yeah. I thought it was going to be, if anything, I thought it was going to be about possibly like a relationship. That was just kind of the vibe I got. And it wasn't until she started posting on Twitter these like snippets of the lyrics and mm. it would be things like, I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. And then I was like, oh, where's this going? Yeah. So I was really confused. But when I listened to it, it just all came together, and oh my gosh, it is such an empowering song. But not not in the sort of, uh, like, formulaic way, let's say. Yeah. It's It's got so many layers, and it has so much depth to it that, you know, you really have to listen a few times to really sort of understand what she's saying, because it's not just sort of this women empowerment song. I think yeah. she's mostly talking about herself and where she sees herself in the industry and, you know, how she talks about her mental health, which, yes, you know, yeah. is so important. But then, you know, in terms of the music, it is such an interesting style for her. And yeah, I think it's I was her. really surprised, yeah. but she pulls it off so well. She pulls it off so well. As I said to Maddie yesterday, I was like, Punk Horsey has risen. <laughs> Punk Horsey has risen. <laughs> And it's not because it's got sort of the uh, typical elements of punk. It's more so in the chorus. It's like this, you know, really heavy sort of punk rock chorus, but also 
this really poppy chorus at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I said, yes, in the same text messages. Yeah. I, I sort of liken it's like an amalgamation of like her sound sort of like in her like past album, yeah. like Copeless Fountain Kingdom. Yeah. And then like what she grew up with because she grew up listening to these like punk emo. Yeah. She grew up, bands. she's been so uh, vocal about the fact that she grew up on bands like Taking Back Sunday. My Chemical Romance, all this sort of emo, like, yeah. punk, pop kind of bands. And I really, you can really hear that through this oh, song. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's just, it suits her so well. And I'm so excited to hear how, um, you know, this album that she's going to release this year, if it's going to follow down that same path. Because if it does, I'm so ready for yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be so good. It'll be so good. But, um, yeah, the music video as well. Oh, my gosh, the music oh, video. Oh, it's so good. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. And it's just every single shot, it tells a story. It's not just yeah. thrown in there mm-hmm. for the sake of it being in a music video. That's right. Um, But, yes, it is an amazing song. I highly suggest everyone listening to it, please listen to it. We I, implore you yes. to listen to this song. <laughs> it's it's just, it's really good. And if anything, I really think it's one of her best uh, songs to date. I like it a lot more than Without Me. And that's the, yeah, and I, that's the tea. <laughs> that is the tea. <laughs> but, All yeah. Right. So, moving on, Maddie. Moving on. We'll, we'll stop. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is your song of the week? My song of the week is Right Into Your Love by James T.W. Now, if you don't know who this guy is, um, I have been recently getting into him quite a bit. Um, he, I think he's supporting Ben Platt on his tour at the mm. moment. Yes. Um, but this song, uh, Right Into Your Love, is off his new album called Chapters, which... I am a fan of, and the vibe of his music is sort of like if you like, um, like Dean Lewis and like mm. Callum Scott. That's that a kind good of, comparison, actually. Yeah, like the acoustic pop. Yes. Guy, side of person vibe. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, you'll get the gist. Um, if you listen to the song. Um, but yeah, it's this. At the beginning, it's quite like acoustic, like mm. it's sort of like a piano led. Thing with some like offbeat um like chords and stuff in there to give it some mm-hmm. texture i guess you could say <laughs> but um yeah it's very like low key for a lot of it until it gets to like the second chorus and then it builds up quite a lot mm. and then it's sort of like all of like the drums and like the beat comes in and yeah. it's like a lot more um like uplifting and upbeat and mm. um yeah i really like it yeah to be honest i've been playing it all week he's got a really really like I'm gonna call it a soothing voice because when you hear it, it's just like, it's like butter. It's just so yeah. It's, so it's like a little bit smooth. raspy, and it's yeah. like oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I I agree. I I really like his voice, and it's definitely a Maddie song. Oh yeah. We we one hundred percent. Yeah, we established that before she played it for me. She's like, "This is my song. This is pure me. If you, if you want to know my style, play this." I've said that about another song in a past episode. This is going to come up a lot, I think. I, yeah, I think it's just going to be a new genre of yeah, Vivian just, songs and Maddie. Songs. We'll just we'll just make playlists of Maddie songs and Vivian songs. Yes, but um, yeah, I really like it. Like especially the vo- like it doesn't get too over the top either like it doesn't get too busy it's just like it's upbeat but it's not like 
crazy. It's not like no. a dance track. Yeah. It's just like this chill sort yeah. of chill, acoustic-y. like acoustic pop yeah. song. Yeah. Your average pop song, I guess you could say. <laughs> Don't say that. No, 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 no. I love it. But yeah, definitely go listen to it. I'm a big fan. Yes. But I'll move on to do my Under a Rock now. So this one, now this one is something that you'd probably be surprised that I would like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because this is a song that I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, Vivian would yeah. like this song. <laughs> it's so true. But it's called Know Me by the band Camino. Now they um, have been releasing music since like 2016, I think. Mm. And this song was released in 2018, like in October around. Mm-hmm. And it is very sort of like indie rock kind of like yeah yeah definitely falls down that yeah i'd say it's definitely that vibe but it's it's fairly slow Mm. um but like when the drums come in it's like yeah really really cool and it's like the the tone on the guitar is crazy it's so and i looked up the name of the vocalist jeffrey jordan Mm -hmm. his vocals are amazing on point so so good i wouldn't expect like the control and like the tone for this type of it's amazing and like this song is all about like this relationship that's like deteriorating and Mm. it's like you know um i'm finally doing stuff for myself now Mm. and like you're getting away from this sort of toxic relationship and like around the bridge um right before there's this like epic guitar solo which is so good good. um but before that there's like these um runs that jeffrey does and it goes into like this belty like really Mm. long notes and it just like hits somewhere that just like you can't explain it like if you hear this like you would just know what we're talking about it's so good it's so good i really love the chorus because it's like the drums it like you said it's a it's quite a slow song yeah but the drums really drive it in the chorus because they're so heavy but not overbearing to the point where you can't hear anything else yeah but the guitar oh my gosh there's so many guitar layers in that chorus yeah you really have to like listen and hone in to pick out every single layer because it's just you know there's different riffs in there there's different slides in there and it's just so so good especially when you hear the vocalist because yeah it just works so well yeah because i've been like jamming out to it in my car it's mm. definitely like a jam out song. song you can like scream the lyrics to yeah and you can like, do like a slow headbang too. oh yeah it's a very slow headbang <laughs> song and like the first line of the chorus is like i guess it's really my fault and you just like unleashes yeah. it's like oh it's so good so good <laughs> i have the best time yes but yeah definitely check out that one by the band camino and that's what their name is literally yeah. the, band. the band camino yes yeah <laughs> in caps for some reason. Only the last word is in like yeah, that's interesting. Capital letters stylistically. I don't know why, but there you go. Anyway, yes, you're under a rock, Vivian. So my under a rock this week's a bit different. Um, it is Solid Gold by Penal featuring Kira Divine and look, I'm gonna butcher this name, so I apologize. I apologize. Uh, Marquez Tolivar. That's the only time I'm gonna say that name, so I don't butcher it anymore. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, so Solid Gold is actually the first single Pinal has released since 2017, which is like their, probably one of their biggest years because yep. they've released, uh, Chameleon and Go Bang, oh, which yes. was so popular. Yes. Um, and look, I didn't really like 
their music before. Like, there's a few songs where I was like, mm, yeah, I can, like, bop to it, but, yeah. you know. And Solid Gold, it's really interesting. Uh, when I went to Splendor last year, they played this song in their set, and I remember everyone around me, as well as myself, we were all just sort of standing there like, what is this song? We haven't heard this song. And they didn't say anything that about it. They kind of just played it. Yeah. But I remember it was just a really good vibe, especially, like, at a festival and everything. Yeah, yeah. Dancing to it. I was like, oh, I really like this song. And they only just released it at the beginning of this month, so it's been quite a bit of time. But it's a really... I don't know. For me, it's like, you could definitely put it in that box of typical sort of EDM song. Yeah. But at the same time, you couldn't because I think the chorus really sort of um, differentiates it from the other sort of yeah. songs within that genre. Um, because when it gets to the chorus, uh, Kira Devine, she, she's also been on their other songs before. Okay. Um, she, she's got this really interesting voice. Like, yeah. and I feel like that's where they find their success is through her voice. Cause I'm pretty sure she was on like their like previous successful songs. So like they really like to sort of play on her vocals a yeah, lot. She definitely has a really cool tone. Yeah, she's got this really cool tone. Um and then it's really cool because uh the other vocalist, he um he sings in the verses. Yeah. So yeah. it's this really cool like call and response thing that they do, which I really like. Um but yeah, it's a really fun jammy song, similar to the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah. About. Um, in the sense that you could literally just put it in the car and you can dance to it and you can sing to it. So easy to sing to, um, which is always a good thing. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> one that I have been um, having a little jam to yeah. myself. But, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely not like constantly listen to their stuff. I'm not really into that. Yeah, neither do I. Because Same. I, I personally found like Go Bang and Chameleon to be like really sort of... Eh, I got sick of them very quick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is what I find a lot with, like, these, like, EDM poppy... Yeah. Like, top ten mm. tracks. Like, the chorus is, like, the same line repeated a million times. Yeah. And by the second time, I'm like, okay, I get it. it especially when sure. the radio plays it over and over and oh, over again. And God. then, because, you, you know, when you first listen to it, you think, okay, it's actually a good song. But then when it gets overplayed, you're just like... And that's enough of that. I have, yeah, I have, like, <laughs> lost interest in so many songs because they get played on mm. the radio constantly. Yeah. That are actually decent songs. Mm. And, like, I didn't hate, but now yeah. I am, like, repulsed every time I hear the intro. And I'm like, turn it, it off, off. Yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. So, um, next is my Caught My Ear. So this one's really interesting little bit of backstory so it's doing time by lana del rey now it's is it by lana del rey <laughs> is it do, 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 do. no um i don't know why i did that uh it's a <laughs> cover by uh so it's a cover of the sublime song um which so the sublime they they were this really popular ska band in the 90s um like they released one studio album and okay. it was really really popular but then the lead singer uh, died and so they sort of stopped making music after that and they kind yeah. of burned out really quickly after that but which is really sad but um so she Lana Del Rey made this cover for an upcoming documentary about Sublime so it is so good 
and that is all. No. That's all that Vivian has to say. Moving on. Um, no, so it's really, really interesting because Lana Del Rey, I, I, I'm a really big fan of her. I've always liked her music. I've always liked her voice. Mm. Um, she, and Maddie and I were talking about this before, she has, it's almost like she has this really blasé voice where she just comes across like she just doesn't... Doesn't care about what she's yeah, singing. Yeah, like she doesn't care, but... Uh, I, think... I said that she sounds like she's on drugs yeah. when she's singing. That's what we're trying to get at here. Yeah, look. That's what I said. <laughs> I think she sounds like she's on drugs. Not in a bad way. No, exactly. I <laughs> sounds think, good. I think it's just the stylistic choice, and it suits her so well on the type of music she makes. Yes. Yeah. And it's really interesting, because you wouldn't pick her doing this kind of a song at all, because the original... they They, you know... At the core of it, both of the ver- both versions are really similar, but um, the original version, he it's almost like this sort of I don't know how to explain. Like it's like this really like typical sort of scar song where um, you've got these really cool guitar riffs and the melody. It, it's sort of you know very sort of typical within that genre. But when she when Lana Del Rey comes in and does her version, it's like she puts her own spin on it. And when she, with her sort of blasé vocals, you're kind of just like, I don't know if I like this, but I I mean kind I do. do. Like it's 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 like does it work? A bit confusing. Yeah, it's definitely confusing. But yeah. in my opinion, I I think it definitely works. And I think it's really cool when she um does, like, a little bit of rapping in the later verses. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I do think that could come across as really, like, oh, this doesn't work, but... Yeah, it somehow does. Yeah, and she does it really well. Yeah, Um, something I sort of noticed was, like, the way that Sublime does it, it's kind of like a like a spoken word yeah like lyrical spoken word type yeah. thing whereas when Lana Del Rey like sings it it's like melodic yeah exactly that's because exactly like you know the it. notes are all like it's actual notes mm. and it's not just like the inflections in someone's yeah. voice like, yeah making the melody but and that's that's yeah. very typical of sublime like that yeah, very yeah. Much, that was very much their style to do that sort of spoken word thing um and so it's really cool to actually hear her put it into actual notes and yeah yeah, so Give it a little bit of a lyrical feel. Yes, so um, yeah, so definitely check it out. Uh, Doing time by Lana Del Rey, original by Sublime, and yes. So, Maddie, what caught your ear this week? My caught my ear is from the collab album. I guess you could call it LSD, um, which is Labyrinth, Sia, and Diplo. Yes. Um, it's their song called "It's Time." Now, this is a bit of a weird one. <laughs> It's not something that you would, like, put on no. and, like, listen to mm. for, you know, just, like, in the background. It's kind of an odd... Okay. <laughs> I need to start somewhere. So, it's, um, there isn't much going on. It's, like, basically just piano and mm. vocals. That's kind of it. The whole song, it's very slow, not very, like, layered, thick at all. No. But the thing that I really like about this song is in the chorus, Labyrinth, it's like this ridiculously high falsetto, mm. the chorus. Like, there's no, yeah. like, middle ground. It's yeah. just all the way up there. But he, like, repeats the chorus twice every time that he does it. Mm-hmm. And then the second time that he repeats it, he puts this weird, like, sharp note in there. Yeah. And it, like, takes you completely by surprise. Yeah. I was like... The first time, I was like, hold on, did I hear that right? Like, what in the world is yeah. this? 
but it like resolves really really quickly exactly and it's like it never happened like the song completely goes mm. it's got this weird kind of like creepy and all, it's like almost that like the rest horror of the movie yeah. type because it's really like sparse piano mm. and then like leah um leah sia <laughs> god i'm confusing the two yeah. so sia when she comes in obviously her voice is so unique and so powerful. like powerful and she comes in with these, you know, like really broad mm. notes and they're just like stretched out and all of that goodness. Um, mm. I feel like they're both Labyrinth and Sia's vocals. They shouldn't work, like, work together, but, but they do. somehow it like fits in, especially in this genre of song. Like mm. it's like, I don't think it's supposed to sound nice. Yeah. It's not like created that way i definitely think you listen to it to listen to it if that makes sense yeah you listen listen to it it for the art yeah for the art so to to appreciate what they're trying to do and i think it's really interesting because you can't really hear um like a diplo element in the song no that's what i noticed it's very like empty in that respect yeah yeah and i think it's um it's one of those songs where you you listen to it and you know you kind of feel i would describe it like you're kind of walking on eggshells with this song yes yeah that's really good you're you're listening and you're trying to figure out if this is something you actually like and then when it does get to uh the chorus and when he does that weird run you're kind of just like oh what and then it like you said resolves so quickly and you're like okay so we're we're back back into the normal like major key yeah but it does it so seamlessly that you're kind of just like okay this feels like it's a obviously it's a stylistic choice but it you like it feels like it works yeah 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 and i've been trying to like well i've been like singing it around the house Mm. and it took me (laughs) quite a couple of goes to like actually get yeah the note right because it's a bit weird in the way that Mm. Like the actual, because it's obviously not part of the no. original key. It's getting some musical theory in there, <laughs> as, um, as you do always. I have to get some musical theory in every of <laughs> every episode, but yeah, it's not. It doesn't sound right because it's not part of that key, mm. and it's really odd. But it's so good. Mm. Like every time he sings it, sort of gives me like a little bit of a chill every yeah. time I hear it, and I'm like, oh, I like mm. that. And they're 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 both so talented that it just you can just. Oh yeah, really hear just you know how sort of good they are at their art. Yeah, for yes. sure. I reckon that's a good point to end. I think. Yes. So that is it for episode nine. Thank you so much for listening, guys. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, etc. There's a million podcast places. We're probably on there. Yay. So let us know what you reckon about uh, the songs. Like, uh, We really like getting recommendations. We like hearing your thoughts on what we've talked about. You know, this is, we, we want to create a community. It's a collaborative effort. Yes, where, you know, we say something, you say something, and then we discuss. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.